Good morning, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving. This is the Justin Ward Podcast. I hope everyone's having a great Thanksgiving doing whatever the fuck it is you do with your families. Um, gonna do something a little different today. I am gonna throw some segments in there because it's my podcast and I can do whatever I want. And I see other people doing segments, so I said I'm gonna do segments as well because I am a follower, not a leader. But first... I'm obviously going to give you guys the attention grabbers. You know, every morning I, I go through all my various news outlets and I see what grabs my attention. I take note of it and then I tell you guys about it. And then I give you my opinion on it because, like I said, it's my podcast and that's how I run it. Um, the Arena Football League announced Wednesday it is seizing operations and has filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Um Am, am I the only one that didn't know the Arena League was still a thing? Because I feel like they um, they were never really big, but I do remember watching them like maybe once in like the fifth grade. Dan Graziano used to be a quarterback for a team in the Arena Football League, and now he's on ESPN, I believe. I, I believe that that's true. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that sucks that there's no more Arena Football League. I don't know if, if people... Uh, you, you we're actually going to the games. I think Nikki Six or Bon Jovi or something was an owner of a team. So I, I mean, I really hate that for him. Um, but uh, you know, that's if you're not the NFL, you're gonna get squashed like the cockroach you are. Um, going to over to the NCAA basketball, the obviously the number one overall recruit in the nation last year that went to Memphis to play for Penny Hardaway. Um, Penny just, just basically bought this guy. He, he said, look, man, come to Memphis. I'll just give you a bunch of money. Um, he didn't even go through a booster to do it. He was ballsy enough to just pull it out of his own, his own bank account and give it to the kids. So tip of the cap to him. I didn't want to see any penalties for that just because of the sheer ballsiness of it. Normally these guys will go through boosters and then, and then the boosters will get, you know, not in trouble for it because they're rich. And uh, they upheld his suspension of 12 games. Normally, it, normally it's, it should be, you know, a season or just complete ineligibility. But um, I guess things are changing now uh, because of the laws that are, that are supposed to take effect where, where the players can obviously get paid. So um, <clears throat> just want to talk about the Cowboys also. I know I talked about them in Episode 5, uh, but Jerry Jones made some comments yesterday. Jason Garrett is in the final year of his contract. We have discussed Cowboy coaching changes. Um, Jerry made it a point to, uh, to again, let the media know that he is in the final year of his contract, and he will not make any in-season coaching changes, but he's yet to say that, uh, that Jason Garrett will be there in 2020. So I expect him to be gone. I've said it in the past. I've said that I said, you know, a guy like an Urban Meyer – could be a guy that we see in there, um, but you know, obviously Nick Saban is is the, is who I want to see in there. Sticking with the Cowboys, after reviewing the two tripping penalties that basically cost the Cowboys the game against the Patriots, the NFL actually apologized to the Cowboys and told them that those should not have been called. Uh, it cost them the game. So you know, wake the fuck up, NFL! Like, when is the NFL going to realize that the officials are? Um, costing teams games. This we saw this happen in in the uh, in the championship game with with the Rams and the uh, and the Saints. The Rams, the Saints should have won the Super Bowl last year. Let's let's be clear about that. And obviously, after this apology, 
that the Cowboys had no comment on. Uh, that Cowboys should have should have beat the Patriots yesterday. But um, I saw a lot of positive things from that game, so I'm not. I'm just just move on from it. Beat the Bills tomorrow. Um, beat the Bills today. Sorry, and 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 move on. Uh, NFL. Earl Thomas guarantees a Super Bowl appearance and win. That's hilarious. Um, you know, it's pretty early in the season, and he's got to go through the Patriots. He's got to go through Mahomes. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't know. Uh, he's kind of stupid for that. But in today's world, players can just say outlandish things and do whatever they want, and and there's no consequence for it. There's no, um, there's no uh, uh, Joe Namath effect there. Um, other NFL news, just a question I had for myself. Did the Eagles make a mistake when they chose Carson Wentz over Nick Foles? Uh, you look at Carson Wentz's numbers this year, and the dude is, he's just not that MVP form that we saw a couple years ago. And, and, uh, you know, Nick Foles obviously won a Super Bowl MVP. Philly fans are, are the worst fans in the world, but I think that they have some merit whenever they're, they're chanting for Nick Foles while Carson Wentz is out there throwing interceptions. I think the Dak Prescott versus Carson Wentz argument is over. I think Dak is obviously the better better uh, quarterback. <clears throat> uh, so let's just move on to baseball. The Rangers signed Kyle Gibson to a three-year $30 million deal. Um, dumb. I mean, Kyle Gibson is a subpar pitcher, and is that that's who they're going to bring in to christen the new stadium, um, you know. That's a typical Ranger move to me. If I'm the Rangers, I save that money and I, and I try and go get a Garrett Cole, uh, a Steven Strasburg, somebody that's going to put asses in seats. Kyle Gibson doesn't do that for me. However, I, I, I will be there to watch the Yankees um, play in that stadium, their first trip there. Um, speaking of the Yankees, Greg Bird is no longer a Yankee. He opted out of his contract. I think he thinks he can do better elsewhere. He probably can because the Yankees were, were done with him. Fans were done with him. Um, I will never forget Greg Bird's home run against the Indians in a 0-0 ball game in the ALDS in 2017. One of the highlights of my Yankee fandom was watching that home run because the stadium was going nuts and he won the game. So thank you for that, Greg Bird. Uh, something else, I don't go into boxing that much, but a Tyson Fury, um, Deontay Wilder rematch has been scheduled fucking badass because that was like the greatest boxing match of all time possibly so february 22nd 2020 um both fighters confirmed so that's freaking that's that's way cool because that was a really good fight and and we saw a decision last time deontay wilder is is a madman but tyson fury um i if you listen to the joe rogan podcast you listen to the guy's life all he's done is battle back and rebound and and um you know he went from being a homeless drug addict to uh, uh, heavyweight champion of the world. So that's, you know, it's hard to it, it, overcoming those odds in, in real life. It's hard to compare that to overcoming odds in a boxing ring. But that being said, Deontay Wilder is a madman. Um, Tristan Thompson said that uh, Kyrie Irving's number will be retired in Cleveland. I'm just going to leave that there. I don't, I just thought it was, funny um you know Kyrie played a handful of years there he was outspoken about how he didn't want to be there and and um he wasn't even the best player on that team so 
yeah, let's retire his number. Tristan Thompson is just doing, saying whatever he can to stay in the media since Khloe Kardashian dumped his ass. Um, Texas Tech versus uh, University of Texas Thanksgiving preview. Texas Tech has won the last two games in Austin. Uh, as you know, I'm a Tech fan, so a couple things to look for in this game. Uh, Jet Duffy's best game of his career came against Texas last year in Lubbock uh, in, in a loss. TJ Vasher's best game of his career also came last year against Texas. I believe this is the last time we'll see TJ Vasher in a Texas Tech uniform. I think he goes pro um, with his size. I think that he is a top three round pick, maybe third to fourth round pick receiver. Um, you know, I hate to see him go, but at the same time, it's time for a culture change in Lubbock, and and part of that culture change is is seeing guys like that that walk. Um, so I hope they go out with a bang. I hope they win in, in Austin for three straight years. And, um, yeah, that, that tomorrow that'll be a good one. Um, so for my segments, I am bringing my wife and I guess my four-year-old into the, uh, into the realm here. My wife, Courtney. I'm joined by my wife, Courtney. And we are going to give our Thanksgiving dinner power rankings. Um, we're just going to give our top five uh, Thanksgiving foods. I don't think uh, there's going to be any arguments or discrepancies because we're happily married. And um, so I'll let Courtney take it from here. She's going to give you her top five Thanksgiving foods. So what's number one? What do you look forward to eating the most? All right, top Five. My number one is going to have to be Old Ben's stuffing. It's the best stuffing that you can make. You just do it by the box. It's number one. Okay, that's kind of odd to go with stuffing for the first one, but what's your second? My number two is going to be the ham. And number three... Nobody really likes ham. <laughs> my number three is going to be cornbread, sweet cornbread. Number four is going to be pumpkin pie and my number five is mashed potatoes i'm looking forward to eating those things tomorrow okay and happy thanksgiving well thanksgiving's actually today courtney so um but we're gonna be eating those things today um so she's wrong across the board actually completely because nobody really likes ham and who the fuck eats cornbread for thanksgiving um I'm going to give you my top five, and it's probably going to be your top five as well. Number one, I mean, you have to go with pumpkin pie with whipped cream. Um, that's fucking, I mean, how do you top that? Number two, turkey. Number three, mashed potatoes and gravy. Number four, stuffing. Number five, I originally wanted to go with sweet tea. I was told that I could not say that because it was a food. It was not a food. So um, for number uh, five, you know, I'm just going to go with a... Um, I'll just go with uh with with ham. Fuck it. I mean, I don't eat ham, but Come on. why not? Let's talk about me eating ham. That's the best I got. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not a big Thanksgiving guy. It's my least favorite holiday, so um I'm not I'm not a big eater when it comes to like traditional foods. Like I'm more of just like a fast food guy on the go quick. You know, I'm a big Chick-fil-A guy. Um I'm not fat, however. I do, I do work out quite a bit, so, um, but that's just, that's just how I eat, and I'm not a big Thanksgiving guy, I do just enjoy the football, 
being a Cowboys fan, I'm, I'm very lucky to watch my team play every uh, Thanksgiving. So, um, so moving on to the next segment, I blasted the College Football Playoff Committee in Episode 5 for putting Ohio State over LSU. I gave a theory as to why I thought they did that. I said that I thought they did that because... They don't want to risk having LSU at number one in Alabama or Georgia at number four and having a uh, basically um, just an SEC conference game as, as a, the first round of the college football playoff. Um, background story on my wife, she lived in Ohio for probably less than a year, and so she thinks that she is a native uh, Ohioan. I don't know if that's what you call them. Um, but so she gets very defensive. So when she heard the last episode – very defensive. Um, she does not watch football. She knows nothing about, um, you know, the, the SEC versus the Big Ten or anything like that. So um, I just said since you're going to be here, um, why don't we just have an argument about it and you try and prove me wrong? So, Courtney, why do you think that Ohio State is better than LSU? Because they are the Ohio State University. Any university that has the in front of it, then... It's just, we can end it there. I also think that you're biased for the for the SEC. And I think the Big Ten is a better conference. Okay. Have, I think that they're called the Big Ten because they are big and they're, you know, I think that they're big and bad. I, I, don't, think, I don't think that think, Tech, I which think, is your favorite team, I could think, hold a baby little notch to I, Ohio State. They okay. would be blown Listen, out. I think that... Um, I lo- I think I have maybe five solid listeners. I think I just lost every single one of them with that argument. Um, also, I am not an SEC fan. I am totally against the SEC. I am I'm a consummate Big Twelve guy. So I think the Big Twelve is the most competitive conference in in college football. Um, if you watch, is Tech not in the Big Twelve? Tech the is in the Big Twelve. So you're just embarrassing yourself by trying to make this argument. Um, may, maybe in, a, in an ideal world we will get to see LSU and Ohio State play. So I would love that. There's another theory right there that the College Football Playoff Committee is is ranking Ohio State one. I mean, the, the, those are the there's no doubt in my mind those are the top two teams in the nation, right? I'm not sitting here saying Ohio State doesn't deserve to be in the playoff. No, they're 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 blowing they're blowing folks out big time up there. Um, but at the same time. I'm, I'm, I'm realistic. I, I watch a lot of football, and you look up and down the schedule, as I did in Episode 5, and there's just there's no comparison whatsoever. So um, that's just how, that's how I feel on it. I don't think you can just say that Ohio State deserves to be number one because they are the Ohio State University. I think that, um, you know. They're undefeated. They've, they've lost zero and games. Texas Tech has gone to Ohio State and played Ohio State. And what happened? And they didn't lose as bad. It wasn't a blowout like you said it was. That was in 2002, the year Ohio State won the national championship um, on a blown call, by the way. So um, that's 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 that. I think I'm going to put the Ohio State LSU thing to bed because it's just it, – the, the playoff committee is going to do what they do. People are going to argue about it. Until they go to an eight-team playoff, it's totally non-legit to me. Because if you have a four-team playoff, you're never going to get uh, underdog teams in there. It's always going to be um, powerhouses, traditional powerhouses. All we've seen is traditional powerhouses in the playoffs, with the exception of, I think, Oregon. 
which Oregon uh, money plays a lot into their decision too, and, and Oregon generates a lot of revenue because of of obviously their their partnership with Nike. So um, you know, I, I I think it's a big money grab. Give me eight or sixteen teams. Throw a Boise State in there. Throw a te- you know if te- I, I I'm a Tech fan. I want to see Texas Tech have a realistic shot at making the playoffs. So what's interesting is that Baylor was undefeated all the way up until they lost to Oklahoma barely, and they got no love from the playoff committee at all. And so I envision if that were Texas Tech, um, they would be in the same boat as Baylor was in this year. Um, the playoff committee is just sticking them in the top 15 and just waiting for them to lose. They're not giving them any actual credit for being undefeated in a Power 5 conference. So, um, they, and they and they want to give Oklahoma more love because of the money that they can generate if they were to uh, sneak into the playoff, which I don't think that they have a chance to do that at this point. But we will get that Baylor-Oklahoma rematch, and I fully expect that Oklahoma to win again. But... Um, yeah, that's all. That's all I have for today. Again, happy Thanksgiving, and um, to my five or six listeners, however many people I have listening, um, please stick with me. I won't have my wife on anymore giving outlandish takes on Thanksgiving foods and and uh, and Ohio State. <laughs> um, Thanksgiving, Courtney. What do you think about Urban Meyer? She loves Urban Meyer. He re- I think he should be the next Cowboys coach. He recruited a murderer at Florida. Does that change your uh, opinion of him? Hey, if he was a good player, he was doing anything. <laughs> All right, so I will not have her on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.